Blog Talk Radio. Aloha, everybody. This is Jennifer O. And my co-host. Kaleo. Kaleo. Um, anyways, we are uh, broadcasting from Hawaii. And today our show is going to be on, it's about finding a job. It's job searching with the universe. Um, we have been getting a lot of questions lately about uh, finding a job and and people switching jobs or wanting different careers and such, and they keep applying and applying and applying, and they're not getting any results. And so um, it was something that I thought that uh, we should go ahead and address. Uh, We will be taking calls and answering questions all day today, of course. So if you have any questions, call in. But anyhow... um, one of the things that we want, I wanted to talk with everybody about is, especially during uh, the, the economy the way it is and that sort of thing, is everybody starts, uh, you know, when you're, when you're born and you sort of follow along uh, with the universe and what you think that you're supposed to be doing, you just go and do all the things that you want to do. So if you're, if you're interested in singing, then you go sing. If you're interested in, um, I don't know, making mud pies, <laughs> you make mud pies, you know, and that sort of thing. But as you get older, uh, what happens is you become, you know, in your teenagers and your parents start telling you, uh, you, you know, you, you can't, you need to do this or you need to go to college, you need to think about money. And then you start, when you want, when you want money for stuff, you, you know, you need a new pair of jeans, school clothes. A lot of times people are in situations where their parents don't have a lot of money. So as a teenager, you start kind of fearing the whole money thing and, and what if I don't have enough and, you know, it seems like mom and dad are struggling and that's really, you know, it scares everybody. So you get really ingrained into the physical laws, which are really have a lot of limitations. So your parents don't want you to end up the same way that you end up. So they want you to go to college and they want you to, you know, uh, do things that make more money. So they're always talking to you. I don't know about you, but that happened to me. The whole, you know, parents, you, and, I, and with your kids, we always want our kids to, to you know, we, we always want everybody to be happy and, and have not um, a hard time paying our water bill or paying, you know, the right. rent or that sort of thing. So your parents, with not bad intent, but just wanting the best for their children usually want them to do better than they do, which is when the college and all that sort of thing comes in. Um, so anyways, as you become a teenager, you start realizing the importance of money and having money and wanting things, and you start being very ingrained. Well, what happens at that point is you start following, you know, you get a job or whatever, and you, you maybe fall into another job or you go to college. And, and actually, a lot of times teenagers uh, or not teenagers, well, I guess they are. When they start college, when you're right out of high school, sometimes or a lot of times they're really unsure of which uh, major that they want to major. And I notice that a lot of people, when, when they get um, 30s, especially women, um, 30s and 40s, they decide that they would like to switch, uh, switch jobs or careers because that's when they really start feeling like they know what they want to do. So anyhow, they go into these these careers, or they just go get jobs, and they start getting um, experience in these jobs. And when they start getting experience in these jobs, then you start deciding when you want a job switch that those are the only things that you can go after is the things that you have experience in, not that you love, not that you're following something that you enjoy going to work every day, but you're really good at filing or you're really good at organizing, you're really good at dealing with people, even though you dread it, 
you're really good at it. You're really good, you know, in the restaurant business. You're really good um, taking calls or whatever. So you just continue to follow that path. And you continue to try to follow the money. So, you know, you also, if you decide to switch jobs, you start looking in the newspaper. You start looking in uh, any any of those advertisements. So, what, so career I, I, builder? Yeah, a career builder, the, the, the general classified ads. Some people go to uh, job service, uh, which is a right. governmental, city government, that kind of thing, or some sort of a, a job agency. But I, I, what, I, what I'm getting a lot of what you're talking about, of course, here too, is a lot of people are out there, and I certainly have been one of them in my life, and, and still have those attachments. To the are, money. Well, not so much the money, the but the idea of what you should do for as a person to make a living. Right. So, in other words, they, they grow up, and, and like you were saying earlier, the kids do this or that. Now, as, as uh, kids get trained out of their natural ability to flow with the, the universe, uh, all of a sudden people are out there seeking things that are other people's ideas before them, or maybe elders in their family or whatever, of what they should be doing with their Or life. what their friends think they should do, or, or they... Yeah, yeah, some people freak out when, for example, when someone says uh, right out of high school, well, I don't want to go to college right away. We oh have to go to college gosh, right away. It's you, like, I do? It's terrible. People yeah. will literally have a breakdown if you, if you, if you tell your parents. <laughs> and of course, well, and of course now, though, I mean, there are all kinds of trade schools yes. that are more applicable to someone who's got like a, more of a carpentry type of a, uh, or a construction type of a mindset than, than say, an English or a psychology type of mindset. Correct. Like, there are more trade schools nowadays, too, that, that people can go to than there used to be, for example. Right. But usually they base those decisions on money. They base it, you know, because nobody wants to go to school and be um, major in philosophy because, or, you know, even some people have a hard time majoring in English, even if it's a huge interest to theirs, because they're really, they don't feel like there's any money in it. So when you veer away from your universal laws or the gifts and abilities that you have been given, you start following the physical rules and you go get jobs and you get experience in those jobs and then you follow more, you become management in, in those jobs and whatever it is that you do and, and you just further along <laughs> what you have experience in, then bec people become very unhappy and they start looking for other jobs and they want, you know, they want to switch because they think it's the place that they're working at. Maybe they don't like the hours or the people, so they look for something in the same industry that they're already in, and that causes a problem because you're not, at this point, if you've done this, if you're following the money all the time, um, what happens is you're going away from your passion and your gifts. If you, you know, stress will follow that. It's, it's really difficult. If you follow your passion, your gifts and abilities, if you remember what you did when you were younger, if you just follow things that you love to do now, even if it's something like, let's take golf, for instance. If somebody was very interested in golf and loved it, wanted to golf all the time, um, but was not good enough to, like, do the PGA thing or something, and uh, they constantly went and, and applied in an office-type uh, situation or building, um, th that's going to cause a problem. They're going to be very stressed out because they're not following their passion. They're following money. So, you know, if, you're, if that would be your interest, you would want to try to find something in the golf field. I mean, it could be related to a golf magazine. It could be related to a, a pro shop. It could be related to all kinds of different things. My point being, if you follow your passion, it will lead to more money coming in. It's like at that point in time, you're working with the laws of the universe. 
So, so anyhow, I've had a lot of callers um, that call in and say, you know, I've been ready, I've been waiting for a job switch, and I've been waiting for, you know, or need a new job, or I'm tired of this job and I'm searching for another one, and I keep um, uh, applying and applying, and I'm not getting any results. I'm not seeing anything happen. Um, no, nobody's calling me back. And 99.9% .9 of the time, when I ask those people, because um, I can see it, you're not, you you don't really want to work in that field, right? And they always say, right, they don't want to work in that field. And that's really the universal law stepping in. So, you know, you one of the things that I'd like everybody to understand, first and foremost, is when you're searching for a job, I don't care if you're 40 or 20 or, or 50 or whatever, you know, when you're searching for a new job or just a job, start searching with your heart and your passion in mind, even if it's not something that you see in the paper or the career builder or wherever that you're looking, monster.com. If it's not something that you see in there, start searching, uh, go to those places and ask. Anywhere that you're familiar with, I mean, that has an interest of yours, you don't always know that those places aren't hiring. Sometimes that they're not advertising. Sometimes um, somebody is going to leave that place and um, maybe on maternity leave or whatever, or um, maybe there's a move and somebody's going to move and there's going to be an opening, yet they ha but they haven't posted it. When you start following your heart and your interest in, in what you want to do with a job, uh, doors will open for you. Doors, because that's when you're working with the universe. That's when things start flowing easier for you. That's when opportunities start open when you start looking. When you start working against the universe or more with the physical laws, um, that's when you won't get any interviews. That's when uh, they're, you know, they're not calling you back and you're having a harder time trying to go that route as far as career. That's when you're running into a lot of dead ends. That's when. So what I'm saying is, the more difficult it is you're probably on the wrong path. You're probably following the money. You're probably following your experience, although your, your body or your mind subconsciously is telling you, I don't even want to work in this field. I really hate it, but I feel like I need to go that direction. It's really weird how people do that. It is, and, and uh, a lot of times in relation to what you're saying, a lot of times it's, uh, it becomes uncomfortable doing what you love to do when you listen to other people too much say, well, you shouldn't be doing that. Or you can't do that. Yeah, or how can you make that. money? I like the line in that movie, uh, Pursuit of Happiness, where uh, Will Smith says to his son, don't ever let anyone tell you that you can't do something, not even me. Exactly. Um, so, And the other thing, though, is it's also scary. Because oh yeah. um, when you have experience and you, you go in confident, I can do this, absolutely. I've done it over and over again. I'm, I'm very confident in what, what I can bring to the table for you. And you're confident in, in what it's paying and that sort of thing. When you go off into a field that you're not sure about, that's more of a passion for you, a lot of times you don't have the confidence that you bring to the table with your experience. So you're unsure of how the money is going to work out or, or usually something that you think, gosh, if I got paid for that, that almost seems too good to be true. So you know, you know the thing, too good to be true, probably is. Mm -hmm. So they've ingrained that into your head forever and ever. And they, I mean anybody working with the physical us. And um, so it becomes where you start asking yourself, well, maybe maybe it is too good to be true. Well, maybe I can't do, do that. And, and, you know, it just seems too easy. And so when people get into a mindset where things are just starting to seem too easy, then they just, it breaks them out. They just, they want to backtrack. Um, and and they're, they're afraid of taking a, a pay cut. And a lot of times um, when I'm watching people and I'm, I'm doing readings for people, I will see an opportunity come up for them where they can take an initial pay cut and end up making more money in the field that they love 
in the long run than they ever could in the field that they're the, that they're in currently. And actually, we have some callers, so we're going to take those. But I do have an article that actually talks about an experience I had with that um, called uh, Taking a Job with a Leap of Faith. And that is on my website, jenniferopsychic.com. It's on the media page. It's a really great article, but it's similar to what had happened to me when I was in the construction industry years and years and years ago. And I had gotten laid off, and I had started looking for a job and um, looked like everybody else with my experience and, and in the paper. When my husband said to me, why don't you find, figure out what you love to do and apply at those places? And I was like, well okay, but uh, how do I, I don't know they're do hiring. I mean, I'm pretty, I never even thought of it. I was sort of like, huh, I never thought, never thought, even occurred to me. So um, I started thinking of where I wanted to work, and, and one of the places that I wanted to, one of my interests at the time was football. I knew every single thing about football. And there was a new indoor football team that had come to the area at that time, and I thought, gosh, it would be so neat to work for, for a sports team, like, and get paid for that, like, I thought, how cool is that? I can't even believe it. So, um, but I figured they must have hired people because they'd been in the town for, like, three months at that point, and I thought, well, I'm going to just see. So, the, no advertisement, no nothing. I um, tracked down the number, which was hard to do, actually, because they had been just setting up their office, and called there, and they had just started looking for an office manager at that point in time. The interesting thing about that was I actually had many qualifications for being an office manager at that time. So I went in for an interview, and when I, I went in for a couple of interviews, long story short, ended up getting the job, making a little less pay than I was making before, but I was so excited about doing something that I loved doing that I thought, well, that'll be okay. I'll, I'm going to do this. Well, then I also had to work weekends, which I had never done before because I had small kids at that time. and. So I thought, well, I'm going to go ahead and, and try it because it's a good trade-off. Four months out of the year, working weekends, I can do that. And um, still, with it being all excited, it was something that I would enjoy. And so I went ahead and took the job. Well, a full chain of events happened, and within two months, I was general manager of that uh, indoor football team making, like, double what I was making at the job that I had left previously. And so that's a very good example of what happens if you start following your passion or following, you know, the universal laws and following what you love to do. Um, initially, if, if you can let go of that fear, even if it may be a lower drop in income, it's amazing how things can turn around for you. So we're going to take one of these callers, area code 216. Aloha. Hi. Hi. My question is, I've, I've, um, I've been in retail like all my life, and now like I'm in a position to change. It was getting very old. I'm on a medical leave now, and I'm, I, I feel like I'm like one of those masters of all trade or uh, you know jack of all trades, master of none. You know, yes. I have many interests, but I, I just don't even know where. To go, like I, I am like just. I feel like I'm all over the road. Like I'm, I, I just like so, don't even know what to do. Well, when that happens, um, the the pro. This is a very good call. I'm really happy that you called us this question because I, I actually have clients that um, I will work through this with. And what happens is the first thing that you have to figure out is 
Um, not necessarily, you don't even have to necessarily pinpoint a specific job um, career type thing, but what you start with is what are the qualities that you would like your next job to have. So somehow I'm getting, is this, do you want to eventually, would it be nice for you to sort of be self-employed or work from home? I thought that would be yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Be because I'm seeing that I'm seeing that that's a primary interest of your next job. Like you would love to be self-employed and work from home. So does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So start like that. Okay. Wow. That would feel really good. Like I really would enjoy having a business that I would work from home and then start, start going off that. Like if you did start working from home, would it include, um, you know, doing something that would, because I, I see, I see that you are very multitasked or multi-experienced um, because have you considered doing like working with children or also some type of craft stuff? Um, yes, I have. Exactly. I mean, okay. like I, yeah. So another thing that I, now that I'm getting into this a little bit more, is um, you're also, have you thought about maybe doing teaching children crafts? I would like love doing to craft? children crafts. I wouldn't even know how to get into it, but, oh, my God, that would be like, that okay. would be like, so yeah. I actually see that this would develop into a really great thing for you. Parents are always looking for things to, to uh, put their children into, and there's a lot of great places and connections that you can advertise. But you could do a craft class once a week or, you know, three times a week, and you could offer something different each week. And, you know, it could be an arts and crafts class where they just pay you so much a class. Maybe you do $10 a child and you take 10 children or something. And then you, you integrate different crafts and different things where you maybe do clay one day or one week, maybe do painting another one or something like that. And I think that actually I feel that that would catch on really well if you set that up. And so what I'd like you to do is start brainstorming on how that you would set up this crafts class and start brainstorming like how much you would need a week and sort of try to break that down or how much you would like. But actually I think the money is sort of would come eventually to where you need it to be. So you could break it down and do I want to do three classes? classes a week, one class a week, a couple, you know, how many classes and then how you would like to offer and, you know, you want to do painting, that sort of thing, because I feel like that is actually going to lead to a whole plan with you, and um, that could actually, it will bring in money. Okay. That, does that make that, sense? That, oh my gosh, yes, it does. Okay, yeah. and actually, I feel like you have joy doing this, like you would not even believe. Like, you just have the best fun. Like, you cannot even wait till the kids come and you get to do that, and you build some really great relationships. And it actually may turn into more classes. You may even end up doing, like, an adult speeding class or something like that. So I actually feel like if you pursue this, you would end up adding enough classes and, and teaching with different types of stuff that you would make per perfectly fine income to pay what you need to pay, and you would just love every minute of it. Okay. Gosh. That's, I'm, okay. Yeah, I never thought of that, but thanks. thanks You're so welcome. You, all right. You have a good day. Right. You too. Aloha. Bye-bye. Okay. We have an area code 631. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, my name is Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. Aloha. 
Aloha. I was wondering, I have a job now. I applied for one like it. I don't know if I was going to get it or not, or I'm not sure really what I should be doing. I do need a set income and certain hours, and I just want to know what you see. Okay. I don't think I heard that very well. So you have a job that you're doing right now, and then and then I kind of lost you. I couldn't really understand what you said. You have a job you're doing right now, but you're applying for some different stuff? I applied for another job. I'm not sure if I'm going to get okay. it or not. Um, okay. I need a set sa- some salary, higher salary, actually, and I need benefits, and I need certain hours. And also, I don't. Um, I applied for a part-time job. I really don't want to work retail. I'd rather work after-school program. What do you see with all this? Okay. Well, what I see is is where you're sort of going for the. When you say I, this is a really great call too, because when you say I need this and I need this, you, th- when you put that out to the universe, what happens is it start. It's like a I have to have this, and, and it, it has a panicky feel to it. Okay. So what I want you to do is sort of recreate what you're what you're putting out there and just decide wouldn't it be nice because it feels like you need to add some income correct like you either need to bring up the income of the current 40 hour or whatever week that you're doing or add something to it because you need more money flow correct okay so what I'd like you to do is instead of I feel like you're getting almost in a desperation panicky mode and that's okay that I mean there's nothing wrong with that that's what a lot of people do but I would like you to try to switch your perspective a little bit and decide that, you know, when you're working, if you want to work with the universal laws, um, jobs are abundant. Money is abundant. Insurance is abundant. There's many abundant things that happen when you're working with the universal laws. It's not like, well, you know, I, we, we may offer you this, but we're not going to offer you that. See, then you're coming from a place of physical laws and limitation. So what I'd like you to do is sort of switch your thinking and decide, you know what, it would really be great. I would love it if I ha- if I found a job that I only had to work one job. That um, it would what would be needed? Be neat if I had the you know insurance. And not that you need insurance, but wouldn't it be wonderful to work this job that you had insurance and all these things and sort of switch the desperation feel a little bit um, because that is something that's going to hinder or make you more limited. It, it's kind of hard to explain when you when you explain it that way, but when when you go into applying places and energetically you're thinking, well, okay, I'm going to apply at this place, but I really have to have uh, I have to have insurance and I have to have this. W- when you put that out to the universe, it, it it feels the desperation and goes, you know, limit the limit the income, limit the insurance, limit all that because that's what you're feeling like is going to happen. And then also when you're applying for places where you want to do part-time but you don't want to do part-time, the chances that you get in that job is really slim. But even if you get into the part-time job, then you hate it the whole entire time and it doesn't work for you anyways. So I just what I what is the new job that you, you applied for? Well, what do you think I should do? I mean, like the last call you said you think she should work at home. What do you see me doing? Um. Is it, do you like working with animals? Mm, I haven't. Okay. You haven't done it or you haven't liked it? I've never done it. Okay. Um, have you ever been around um, horses or anything? No. Or farms? Okay. Well, I actually am seeing – I would. I'm actually seeing animals around uh, you, so I would actually sort of check – 
um, in field that would, would involve animals. Um, and uh, it could be like vet tech type, type stuff, or it could be. And I feel like you're going to be really hesitant about that. I feel like you're thinking I'm probably off my rocker. Um, but usually when I see stuff like this, there's there's a reason to it. Or it seems like you have areas where there where where there's like ranches or acres or or um, rural, rural type stuff they around there. Definitely do. Okay, because it see it feels like it, it, I'm seeing animals and I'm seeing ranches, so um, are like rural type stuff. So I would like to. Do you like to be outdoors? I do. Uh, because that's where that's all tying in. Because it almost seems like it would be in a ranch type environment. Maybe you're outside helping like with the animals. But I'm seeing animals, I'm seeing you outdoors, and I'm seeing a rural-type environment. So instead of, I feel like you're going towards the office stuff more. No, not office. I work with children. Okay. But, like, it, what, I guess what I'm saying is it's, like, inside, like in a building or whatever. Do you work with children outside or inside? Inside. Okay, yeah, I'm seeing in a building, and, I, and so that always says an office to me. But any, anyways, I would like to see you more apply for hands-on outside ranch stuff, um, horse stuff, or, you know, animal stuff. Um, I actually think that uh, you would enjoy that a lot more, and then the opportunity for money would come to you um, in that field really without you sort of expecting it. It seems like that you would get into that field and you would start – maybe working there and then um, and then later you would have the opportunity to bring in more money by helping with part of maybe the ranch business or something in some way. So um, that's the areas I'd like you to look at. Just keep your eyes peeled and, and for anything that would be outside working with animals that has to do with ranches. So should I just look in the paper for that kind of work? Um, or, or you know, I kind of feel like maybe in your area, uh, sometimes you, you people might know people, you know what I mean, just say, I'm going to start looking, just kind of decide that you're going to start looking and then talk to people and let them know, you know what, I want to start looking in this area if you know anybody or, or whatever. There's a, uh, you, if you go to like a local veterinarian clinic, a lot of times they'll have postings or knowledge of people that are looking for some type of help in certain areas. That's true too. So just sort of start looking, but in non-traditional ways than just the paper. Okay, and I, I can say the universe I would like, but the thing is I'm a single mom. I just can't take a job without health benefits. A lot of times those helping jobs with horses and stuff don't have health benefits. But see, you've already limited your your what you put out there. So what what the universe hears is, oh, she can't take a job doing this, so we're not going to give her any. Um, so I understand where you're coming from, and it's very valid. But that's why I teach differently on the show. You're more than happy to or welcome to keep doing what you're what you're doing. But what I'm trying to explain to everybody, what I'm trying to teach everybody, is once you follow along with the universe, the things that you need will come with it. One of the things I like, if you don't mind, one of the things I like that Jennifer teaches in particular in her visualizations is she, and I know she does it herself because we talk about it a lot, is she'll imagine something she'll, and she'll say to herself, wouldn't it be nice if this perfect job came up with everything that I needed financially and, and with benefits and that type of thing? Wouldn't it be nice how that would happen and, and see and, and feel how that would feel nice to you? Uh, and, and forget about the, but I need this, just 
as a visualization and, and putting that out to the universe and maybe some type of a, a little meditation for yourself or a mantra for yourself. But wouldn't it be nice if this perfect thing came along with all of the benefits and the financial support that I need? Well, and for instance, in your situation, in the way that I teach this in seminars, I'll use your situation for example, is wouldn't it be nice if you did go out and, and um, find a ranch job or something working with animals that did, they, they really enjoyed you and your children and really wanted to include your children in, in with animals and your children loved it. And then they seen that you did need to, you did have small children, so they helped you out more with like eggs or milk or that sort of thing, or possibly a place that was cheaper on rent, or maybe they decided to try to help you how to figure out how to get insurance so that you guys were all covered because you were a single mom and you were very much helping them on the ranch or, or whatever that you were doing and they very much took you in, and, you know, as part of the family and, you know, wouldn't that be neat? Wouldn't it be neat if they, you know, if maybe your rent, maybe you decided you could trade rent with them uh, with working there or, or it, which freed up money for you to go ahead and purchase insurance? Um, because they had an extra place that was near their their um, ranch that they they kept for people that worked for them or that they weren't using anyways, and they know that you you needed to have more stuff because you were a single mom. Do you see what I'm saying? I do, but or maybe they have a nice ranch person who I could marry one day. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Stick that in there too. Exactly. Or maybe. The ranch who, person who owns the ranch, if let's let's get out of control and really have fun, maybe that person is single and you guys just hit it off like gangbusters and have really great chemistry and you build a really neat friendship and a, a basis for your you know your relationship and you end up being part owner of the ranch. Sounds good to me. Yes. So see, the, feel the difference. Feel the difference of, of, of just instead of feeling the desperation, like wouldn't it be cool if all this other stuff happens? See, because that's what happens when you work with the universal laws is you, there's all these really great opportunities. And, I'm, and if you go out looking for them like that, I promise you because I have, um, very, I have clientele that refer other people that refer other people just like crazy because when I teach them this, if they actually go through with it and actually change their perception, it works in such a crazy fast way that they're so shocked that their friends want to know what the heck they did, so they send them to me. So just try it and just be very open to how cool that that would be and the feeling, how neat that would feel and how awesome that that would just be to be in that type of environment and, and you know, just bask in that feeling. And every time you get worried and think, well, I'm crazy, then stop yourself and go back to the nice feeling because the fact of the matter is you don't have to take any job that doesn't offer you the things that you want, right? Right. But you could you could create your own job. You could create something even more wonderful than you never even thought of. All right, so I'll meditate to the world and say, wouldn't it be nice? Yes, and then start looking, and maybe you'll find your rancher. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Aloha. Aloha. We have area code 410. Hi. Hi. Aloha. Hi, my name is Maria, and um, my question is, I am working at, I work in a restaurant, which is not what I went to school for, and I'm looking to leave as soon as possible and start something else, and I'm wondering where you see me in 
two to four months. Um, what did you go? Do you like to do? Um, why am I seeing theater stuff around you? Do you like to do theater type stuff, or is that an interest of yours? Um, I went to school for mass communications and studied film production, but that's not. Uh, I've never done that. Right, but I mean, what? Why am I seeing the theater? Are you interested? Did you ever used to sing? Has that been an interest of you? Do you like hanging around theaters and seeing shows? I'm I'm seeing a theater theater ish type of stuff. Is that it, is that ring about? Go ahead. It used to it it uh it used to interest me. I mean, I, I am still interested in that, but I ended up being a photographer. But I I lost my job, and uh, then I started doing weddings. And then I gradually, like, that work just kind of evaporated with the economy, and I now I just don't have it as any at all. And so okay. that might be so quite what easy. I'm saying, because I, I don't know if I'm being clear, you did have, there is some theater interest that you used to have, correct? A very long time ago, yes. Okay, because I'm seeing that you almost suppressed this interest in theater. <laughs> so, yes, it was years ago, but there was an interest. Um, is there theater-type stuff in your town? Yes, yes, there is. Okay. That's where I'd like to see you pursue your stuff. Um, I know that you, you may you, you may think, seem like, what the heck are you talking about? But I'm not even kidding you. I think that you possibly get into just being involved in the theater. Um, what I'd like to see you do, regardless of what happens in the next couple months, I think that if you went to those theater-type areas, I could see you actually doing some photography, being possibly part of the marketing, but possibly in the – in the theater, like as a job and working in, in some of the intricate parts of, of the theater work that you would absolutely love. And I feel like that would lead to some other stuff for you. And you would meet some really cool people that you just would really enjoy. But I would like to see you go um, apply at the theater in th that type of venue, that type of work environment, and just um, see what happens or what type of opportunity that you get. And you know what, and, and I know that you're probably thinking, what are you talking about? But <laughs> if I am, if I am, go tr apply at the same job that you want to apply it and then add in my theater stuff and see which feels better to you and see which one you end up taking, okay? What, I, have, so, I, don't like, have an, I don't have any acting experience that was maybe uh, 16 years ago that I took some acting classes and so but I feel like you get into acting and I feel like you possibly even get into wanting to sing so it's, it's, a, it's a, a wide variety of possibilities getting into the performing arts is I think what Jen is saying and getting started in there somewhere and, and letting that grow yes because um, I actually feel like it it awakens something in you that you forgot about a long time ago and you actually start wanting to sing. You start getting into singing or possibly acting um, as a result of being around the theater. Do you have a community theater there? Mm -hmm. Quite a few, yeah. Quite, okay, because a lot of times that. community theaters a lot of times have open auditions for their Well, yes, well. But, it, but what I feel like is that, that, that passion that you would get, that you would remember that you wanted yeah. to act or sing or do whatever it is that you want. It may just be acting, um, but I'm seeing you actually performing 
um, what I what I'm saying is when you get in the theater and start doing the photography or the help or whatever that you're doing, the bug will start to come alive again. You'll start to remember how much you loved that and how much because you have a gift in that area, and um, that's one of the things I see when I do my readings. Um, you actually have a gift in the area of theater, and I think that you've suppressed it so hard with some other things that you were supposed to be doing in life or what everybody or maybe even you thought you were supposed to do that you really took a different path, very hardcore, and then you left the theater part behind. But that theater part will resonate with you right down to your very core when you get in that environment again, and you will remember some really great passion that you had for it that you'd forgotten you had. Do you know how much longer I'll be waiting on tables? Um, if you start looking into the theater stuff, I think that you'll probably move out of that from in about two to three months. Really? Okay. Well, definitely. I definitely well, we'll take a look at it. We never have thought so. <laughs> yes, I think that that's the thing is um, people forget about those things that they really very much enjoyed and they start going the physical way or the mainstream way of what they think they're supposed to do for money, and they don't understand that universally if you go back to that, if you go back to your talents and abilities that you were given at your creation, then uh, what happens is money becomes easier, jobs become easier, um, and, and you just have more fun. You really just start enjoying life more. You start enjoying the people that are around you. You start enjoying going to work. You start enjoying all the things you're learning. You start. It opens up just so many doors for you. Hmm. Okay. And one nice thing about and one nice thing about waiting tables during this transition is is generally any place you wait tables, you can get a pretty flexible schedule to put in requests or shift changes or things like that. And it, it you know kind of gives you cash on hand and it leaves you a little bit more open to explore those areas. Well, but I actually see that um, if you do pursue the theater stuff, that you'll phase out of the waiting tables exactly. because yeah, exactly. because you'll yeah. be able to get money um, through the theater. I mean, through working at the theater-ish type stuff. <laughs> okay. 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 All Wait, right. That went. Thank you so much. Okay. Aloha. Aloha. Bye-bye. Bye. So that was a very good call also because um, when people get so ingrained in the physical laws, um, when you guys get very just set in, in – um, following where money is or, or certain careers or certain ways that you've been going for such a long time that you start, some, sometimes you just start forgetting what, what passions or desires that you used to have when you were younger or stuff that you love to do. And it takes, sometimes it takes people a minute to just sit there and think back to, oh, yeah, I really did used to enjoy that or that was a lot of fun because what people start start forgetting is when you're dealing with the universal laws and jobs, you have a blast. I mean, you enjoy going to work. You, you, you enjoy learning stuff every day. You learn something from your job or you're enjoying the people or you're just, just thinking, I get paid for this? Like, this is really amazing. And it doesn't mean that it's all in the arts or all in, you know, on ranches or things that to some people may not seem like work, but although those types of jobs are very hard, to work at. Some people may love being a doctor. Some people may love marketing. Some people may love waiting on table. Um, everybody's interest is different. So you should really try to figure out what it is that you want from your job, whether it's freedom, 
whether it's, um, it would be nice if there was insurance or it'd be nice if just things were easier as far as money or just I feel happy when I go there because I really like interacting with people. You know, you start with the basic stuff like that. I, I really enjoy working with my hands or, you know, I enjoy being creative or I really enjoy uh, working on the computer. So you start with the things that you really enjoy doing and then you sort of create that job and that thing in your head and you'll start getting ideas from there. When you, when you start thinking what you enjoy doing and what you'd love to spend your time doing, ideas start to flow and then you start thinking, oh, that would be a good idea. Well, I should try it this way or maybe I could add this. And you start going in that route. Then you take the universal route. Then more doors open or you may even change your mind. You may start in one direction and, and decide, well, I want to add something else into here. So just like the classes, just like the woman that we were talking to about classes, um, she knew she wanted to work from home. She knew that she wanted to have some freedom. She loved working with children and she loved crafts. And, and it was just took a minute for her to get that all put together. So follow your passion. Try to remember what you like to do when you were young. Try to remember what you like to do when you were little because a lot of times those are the gifts and abilities that you're instilled with as an adult are the same interests that you had as a child, but sometimes you forget what those are. And so try to remember that and try to follow your heart. The other thing is, which I wished I would have told the woman um, with the, uh, uh, the theater and the restaurant job is, and if, if you're still listening, to, I wish I would have told her to continue to apply for the jobs that she wanted to apply for and to apply for some of the theater jobs or look into the theater like I asked her. And um, as she applied for them, for them, if you apply for the, the jobs that you want to apply for, imagine that you get them and imagine that you were working at that job and feel how that feels right in the heart center and decide does it feel right or does it feel a little like off or weird or oh, I'm not really sure. Then apply at the theater jobs that I had asked her to do, and then at, or go look in the theater, and then imagine she gets one of those jobs, and, and not imagine the money, just imagine working there, and imagine how it feels, and imagine you know what she does every day, and then decide feel how it feels in the heart center, and then see does it feel really good in the heart center, or does it feel not so good in the heart center, and always follow the heart center. That's where your intuition is. That's where your own internal guidance system is. That's, and you'll know immediately. You'll know whether it feels like the right way to go or you'll know whether it feels like the wrong way to go. And most of the time when I use this with my clients, they will always be thinking with their head and the minute they go to their heart center, more often than not, it's the opposite of what they thought. They realize that the, their head was steering them the opposite direction of where their heart center wanted them to go. So use that trick and see how that feels to you right in the heart center. Um, you can check out my website, uh, jenniferopsychic.com. And you, your workshops. And my workshops. And, and I'm, you have a new book that's yes. coming out very soon. Very Hopefully soon. Hopefully by September it will be released. I'm thinking it's going to be October-ish, but it will be a good Christmas present. You know, I'm thinking September. Are you getting me one for Christmas? Well, yeah. <laughs> so, yes, then we, I have a new book coming out, which we will be talking about. But um, one other, we have the Wednesday radio show, um, but my schedule is getting kind of filled up, so I don't know if we'll continue the Wednesday and the Saturday. 
but yeah, we have a lot of different things. And if you'd like our reading or if you'd like more information on anything, you could always call Kaleo at 808-753-0920. And we'll see you next Saturday. Aloha. Aloha.